Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art. Or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art. This podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Living Martial Arts. Hi, and hello to all the Living Martial Arts uh, podcast fans out there. Uh, it's me, the Dark Master, back with uh, another another podcast on a slightly different subject, still martial arts-based, uh, but more about um, uh, a tournament and a new division uh, that uh, has, has recently uh, been started in, in Puma Martial Arts. Uh, we have uh, one of the um, uh, uh, the originators of that, that division. We have Miss Louise Reeve. Uh, so, hi, Louise. How are you? Hi, sir. Thanks very much for inviting me on. It's lovely, to, lovely to be here and talk about this. Excellent. And we have uh, the father of one of the competitors um, who t- has taken part in the um, Indomitable Spirit Division, uh, Mr. James Meller. How are you? Yes, very well. Thank you, Master Gal. It's, uh, yes, glad to be on in my capacity as a proud parent, I think. Excellent, excellent. Well, as I said, this chat really is it's just about uh, an overview of the division. Um, you know, uh, what's it for? Perhaps to to get uh, your uh, overview on on what you feel as a parent, and also um, you've had first hand knowledge of your your son taking part and and how he's felt about it. But um, we'll start first with with Miss Miss Reeve, and um, you know, you were very instrumental in developing this division. Um, so perhaps you can tell us a little bit about that first. Yeah, certainly. Yes. So, um, I think it, it really uh, came about um, after having a conversation with Jenny Swain, who's obviously got a wealth of experience um, and um, both, both in tournaments and uh, uh, SEN and um, just everything, really. She's an amazing lady. Uh, and she and I were chatting and just saying how sad it is that there are so many um, students that she and I are both aware of that could never potentially access a big tournament because it's just so overwhelming. It's just, uh, you know, you just, they wouldn't even assume that they could. Uh, and um, then we actually came to you from what I, what I remember. And we said, so can we maybe get together and have a discussion? And you went, no, 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 just do it. Just go away and do it. Just do it. Just do it. And so we just went and did it. <laughs> so we just got it done really. Um, and I think it, it came about because uh, I, my school um, has been going for 20, 20 something years now. And on the 20th anniversary, we had some nice medals done and I did my own sort of little tiny tournament and just saw the joy in everyone's face. And it, it was um, everyone in together. Everyone had a great time. And there were certainly a number of students there who would, who's, who've never done a Puma tournament, who would never have even assumed that they could do a Puma tournament, who came and did my small version and loved it. Um, and it really, this was for them. This was for those people. Excellent. Well, that, that's 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 great, and I think um, you know the, the uh, evidence of that, which perhaps we'll hear in a moment of, uh, of how it how it went and how it was received uh, from uh, from Mr. James Mellow in a moment. Um, but no, thanks thanks for that. I think it's important because, from my point of view, as sort of chairman of 
Puma, we like to be uh, as inclusive as possible. You know, that's on our, our mission statement, um, which is important to us all. We want to try and include as many uh, people within our competitions, within our events. So, you know, it, it's great. And thanks very much for, um, you know, for what you've done. So j- just just moving on to uh, Mr. Mello then, um, you know, you're, you're a father of one of the competitors and, um, you know, uh, he, he, uh, Looking at his face last time, I think he was quite quite pleased to be part of it. So perhaps you can tell us. You, obviously, your your son Teddy, as I'm referring to. So well, perhaps you give us a an overview of of how you felt and how he felt. Yeah, certainly. I, just, I did just speak to Teddy about this before we went in, and I think his his view is that it's it's really important for him, and I think he sees it in the other competitors as well that they do have that opportunity to um compete uh you know practice with uh you know with a clear goal that they've got the tournament they can focus on and also that sense of achievement that they can they can do it they can um you know be amongst their peers and um you know be really proud of what they've achieved so i think that i think that's really important because i think it's it's very difficult with sport that everybody focuses on you know the sort of uh, the elite and the highest level but i think one of the really good things with taekwondo is that each individual can um really be proud of their own achievements yeah yeah no th- thanks for that. i mean i i don't know whether you want to um I think some people listen to us to think, well, oh, okay, you know, well, you know, what, what, what is it? We call it the Indomitable Spirit Division, um, which I think is a, a fantastic name for the division and really sums up uh, the the competitors within it uh, who are competing in that division. But uh, perhaps, I mean, like I said, it, it, it's. I'm sure you can probably speak for a, a few hours on the development of uh, Teddy within within Taekwondo, but perhaps you can just give us a little o- overview of his of his challenges and and um, within the art first of all. Well, not just within the art, but within life in general and and how this has helped. Yeah. So, um, so Teddy has cerebral palsy, so um, that you know presents him some challenges with movement um, mm. and. I think he's always, you know, he's always been keen to be active. So finding Taekwondo was really important because it's enabled him to focus, you know, focus on what he can do, not what his limitations are. So he's been really good with, um, you know, developing his upper body strength, developing his mobility of being able to sort of move his upper body beyond the centre line. And then, We've always really done it using his frame, but being able to focus on learning a pattern has meant that actually he was keen to then remove the restrictions of his frame and do and do it without, which is a huge step forward and a huge achievement for him. And I think it's really helped his, you know, his general mobility, agility, balance by being able to do that and it's something that he's been able to drive himself rather than um getting exercises from a physio some of them are great but it's very difficult for him to be motivated by that whereas uh taekwondo and the tournaments have been something that he's been really able to focus on and really um 
have constant improvement and you know even small steps at a time but he's really improved both his you know his technique his balance and his power no that, that that's that's great I, and i think if, if there are any um medical practitioners listen to this is this is great because actually many many years ago i think it was possibly uh 15 years ago at my swindon class i had a, a young girl she was um 11 no no yeah i think she was 11 and um she was actually referred to me to do martial arts she had cerebral palsy she had um uh, struggling with the left side of her body and um the the doctor i, I don't know who it was uh, was quite forward thinking really he said oh you know you, you should do do martial arts so she came along and the difference in a couple of years that was, you know, made in the way she could move and the way she, that she uh, had more control of her body was absolutely amazing. So um, I don't know whether the doctor was a martial artist, but perhaps he uh, perhaps he knew something uh, that uh, other doctors didn't at that time because it was quite it was quite revolutionary. And she literally just joined in my normal class and, you know, certain things that she couldn't do, I, I adapted and so on. And she got on really well. So. You know, it, it it is for me at that time. It was absolutely amazing, and and it was great that um, she felt good about it as well. And her, her parents as well were were amazed at the the difference. Um, you know, sort of two years down the line after her training, so so, so it was great. But um, perhaps uh, yourself, Miss Reef, as uh, Teddy's instructor, perhaps you can give us a bit of bit of an overview and how, how have you um, uh, felt and managed? You know, teaching uh, Teddy Taekwondo. Oh, Teddy's, um, we're not allowed to have favourites, are we? As instructors. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we have Team Teddy. We have Team Teddy. So I have a, a core team of about four or five different black belts and seniors who help with Teddy on a regular basis. And they are uh, amazing because they've all got slightly different take. Um, and rather than us sort of coming, to, I mean, I know that you and I have spoken about grading syllabus and we do kind of um, almost... Um, cherry pick the things that we know that he can work towards um, mm. for gradings. Uh, when it comes to teaching, it's very much like we are led by Teddy because he pushes himself. He really does. And, and it's, um, it's, it's lovely. So rather than me going in and saying, well, let's just do this, that, and the other, they just go and say, well, let's just see what he feels like doing today. And let's, let's see how far we can take it. Mm. Um, and, um, and it is just a, it's just a massive learning curve for, for all of us at the moment. Mm. Um, and uh, and he makes me smile walking in. I know I'm going to have a good day as soon as I see him. <laughs> I really do. So it's, uh, and he's so very, very smart young man. Um, so uh, you can really ask him what he thinks about things. He's very, very good at his theory. You know, he's a very smart cookie. So he's very eloquent about expressing himself and about being able to say what he wants to do and what, you know, he wants to be pushed at. Mm, yeah. um, and uh, it's great to see him in the helmet and the gloves uh, getting out of the frame and coming actually doing a little bit of sparring now. He's starting to do some pad work techniques and some sparring techniques as well, which uh, I don't think I would have thought we would get here about a year ago. So, mm. you know, as far as I'm concerned, there's no limit to this now. This is, you know, it's the, the the train is chugging along merrily and we're just going to see where we go. Um, yeah. I, I can see him getting all the way to black belt. I really can. And maybe beyond. We'll see. <laughs> well, that, that, that's, that's great. And I think that... Um, you know, I, I started uh, martial arts in the, in the 70s and, you know, there was all this thing about martial arts being for everyone. But when you looked around, generally it was yeah. teenage males, um, late teens, early 20s, who just wanted to hit each other. Um, and uh, <laughs> that that was the thing. But but now I, I believe it is, and I can see from my own eyes, it's truly inclusive. 
Um, you know, many, many moons ago, oh, uh, I think probably six or seven years ago, we, we had our first uh, wheelchair black belt um, that came through Puma. And um, I think that opened up huge, huge sort of possibilities. Um, and I th also think that um, not, not just um, people who have uh, additional needs, if you want to call it that, but age as well age you know my our eldest student within puma in the last couple of years we've had a a young man of 90 um that uh that was training uh we've got the the tough old birds at stroud you know all in their 70s ladies in their 70s and 80s um and i think you point it, out so that that is their team name you haven't just yes. called them that. That is their <laughs> no team no 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 they 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 tell me off if i don't call them anything else <laughs> so no they're, they're 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 quite happy with that name they chose it they chose it uh, i said to them you, you sure you want to call yourselves they said no no that, that's what we are we're tough old birds <laughs> so so it's a it's a great addition but but also now this this um uh, division uh will will it make it truly truly inclusive and um you know hopefully we'll get more and more people coming along and, and participating um so uh, <laughs> james is 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 teddy keen keen for the next one now the next competition is he looking forward to it because we've, we've got a few lined up for ready for him yeah i think he's uh i think he's got the bug now of um you know competing and uh winning medals so that's you know that's really good and i think you know i think he really he really does feel included um in the you know in the achievements of everybody in his you know in his class in his group and i think you know and i think i'm um, yeah, difficult to speak for other people, but I think other people feel pride in his achievements as well. That really see that that um, you know after the tournament, everyone find you know sort of uh, seeks him out to uh, congratulate him. So that's really really lovely to see as well. Well, well, I've I've shown I've shown um, I hope you don't mind. I've shown a few people. I was in Norway uh, last week doing some um, some gradings and seminars, and I was quite quite proud to show the picture of uh, the three masters with uh, uh, with Teddy uh, and told them the story about the di division. Uh, they're quite sad that they can't come over and, and see it. Well, a few of them will. A few of them are looking forward at some point to uh, competing in the UK and um, uh, you know just meeting their um their family across the uh across the water uh although uh <laughs> i have to say we, i mean we did talk about having a tournament in norway in the past but i think people would be um uh a little bit scared of the weather because it was a bit cool and windy <laughs> last week and and rainy but uh yeah yeah it was you needed a you needed a big coat as they say in yorkshire <laughs> a very big coat <laughs> so, so that was it but listen i i want and unless there's anything else you 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 want to you want to add then you know, I just want to say thanks, really. But El Miss Reeve is going to add something. Go for it. Just, I just wanted to mention that um, we're already in discussions about how we can take this forwards. Yes. And um, we are possibly maybe discussing a way to do an Indomitable Spirit sparring division uh, as yes, well, yeah. oh, which yeah. would probably look like um, performing techniques against a static target rather than going up against another person. Uh, and those techniques could have then um, certain marks, you know, on, on flow and degree of difficulty and, and you know, all those sorts of things. But sure. uh, it's definitely something that we're looking to in the future so that it's not just going to be patterns. You know, we, we're going to try and introduce as much as we can for this division. Great. No, well, that's excellent. That's excellent. Well, I think that would be, uh, again, uh, a welcome addition uh, to it and um you know i'm hoping that it will become a, a large uh, part of our our tournament um 
series throughout the year uh, and people will you know genuinely genuinely look look forward to it which they do now already uh, but others who perhaps haven't seen it will um uh, look forward to seeing it with maybe, maybe uh, some of them who don't like being watched will think right come and watch me <laughs> go for it yeah. so uh so that, that that's what i hope and uh you know thank you very much well listen th- thank you very much to to both of you um as I said, you know, this this is uh, about a celebration, really, of, um, you know, martial arts and what it what it can do for for others. And uh, also the inclusiveness, uh, inclusiveness of martial arts these days. Um, and I'm hoping that uh, uh, Puma will continue to lead the way in that. So thank you very, very much to you both. And, um, you know, I really appreciate your your input. In no, this, um, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you soon. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, sir. Hi, it's me again, the Dark Dark Master. This is a continuation uh, of uh, a chat that we've uh, we've been been running, um, and it's about the one of our recent additions to our tournaments um, called the uh, Indomitable Spirit Division. And um, we've got two two people here who are connected with that division. We've got Cat uh, uh, Newman, who is um, the mother of one of the students who's taken part in that division, and her her youngster is called Lucas. How are you doing, Cat? I'm okay. You? Good. I'm. I'm good. I'm great. Thank you for coming on and um, having a quick chat. No and then we've got. We've also got uh, Mr. Tom Baxter, who is uh, one of our human instructors at Chepstow, and um, he's actually the instructor of of Lucas. So perhaps we can, um, you know, get his input on it. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, thank you, sir. How are you? Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Thank you very much. So, um, yeah, really, the uh, we we've had a. Um, this introduction of this this new division um it's called the indomitable spirit division and um we've got uh, a, a number of youngsters with some special educational needs and we're trying to uh, make sure that uh, everybody everybody has a a chance to to compete and be part of the the puma system which is which is what it's all about so i mean i'll go to cat first really um you know lucas has uh, been into the uh, into the competition so Basically, just asking you uh, really about his experience, how, what he said to you, and um, you know how you felt about it. Oh, he absolutely loved it. It was um, his first competition experience was uh, in the big room, so it didn't go very well. Mm. He was absolutely terrified. Um, but the second time, which was the first time the um, the new division was run, yes. um, was completely different. He absolutely loved it. The amount of self-pride he got from it was unbelievable. Yeah. I've got a before and after photo of him, and it is, yeah, it's ridiculous, the the comparison. <laughs> That's it's great, isn't it? And uh, as a, a father of uh, four myself, the, the thing we want for our, our children uh, is, is really just to have, you know, great experiences as kids mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. you know, let, let them be kids and let them enjoy some of the you know the, the things that that kids love to enjoy which is you know being there with other kids you know competing yeah, whether, they, whether they win or lose with with, with, with a smile yeah so is, is he keen to do the next one? <laughs> oh yes yeah i think he'll sign up for every single one everyone yeah <laughs> that's that, that that's great um which is fantastic well just just moving to um mr baxter his his instructor um what what about your experience um you know, Tom, how, how did you find, um, you know, uh, Lucas in class talking about it? And, um, you know, and, and you must have felt very proud as well as instructor. Yeah, I mean, it's, as, as you guys say, it, it's one of those things where you want 
for your students and, and if you're a parent for your kids to have the opportunity that every other child can have. And um, I think no, going into competitions, knowing that we've now got this division that is going to be open to people that may not be able to enter the normal divisions, it's just so it's so good to be able to say to parents, actually, do you know what? If they're, you know, if they've got additional needs, or if they're, if, even if they don't have additional needs, but they're anxious about doing a competition for the first time, that they can go and we've got this extra place and, and we've got this kind of setting where they can do what every other kid is doing. And obviously, um, with Luke, like being able to kind of see him go from obviously I was there as Kat said for his first competition where he actually had to do it in the foyer because he couldn't go into the big room um to to being able to go up and stand in front of a you know a group of people that were judging him and and be able to do it and do it without any help is really really nice to see and it's yeah Yeah. fills you with a massive amount of pride yeah, 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 def- definitely. And uh, at the moment, when how how does he get on with the class generally? I mean, I you know uh, of a a parent with, with a child that also has some some additional needs. I know that sometimes w- when the environment is quite familiar, they're okay. But when it's a very unfamiliar environment, that's where some of the difficulty can come. So you know, did you find that initially with the class when he started, or was did he sort of interact quite well? Yeah, like when we first started, when he first started, he started as a little puma. Um, and it was, it wasn't challenging, but he had difficulties and, and, you know, he, he struggled to kind of join in initially. And then he kind of got more and more used to it. Now you wouldn't, uh, tell that he's got any additional needs to any other child in the room because he's right. just so used to the way that things are run and, and we run things. At Chepstow, very much the kind of same style every lesson, so that it's familiar and that everybody understands the rules and limitations of the situation. And I think that really helps for Luke. Um, yeah, like I, I think I, I kind of sometimes I forget that he has additional needs, and sometimes I just treat him like any other child. Um, but I think equally, that's why he enjoys it. Yes, yeah, def- definitely. And, and coming come back to to, to Kat, you know, um, it, it it must it must have uh, obviously filled filled you with with pride. You know, I mean, I, I watched the division the second time around, yeah. and um, I was quite choked up actually. Yeah, uh, it's really <laughs> emotional. It is, and that's not just for your own child. No, it's watching no. other, you know, the, all of the kids. They all got to me, yeah, all of them, yeah. and it was just that. You know that self worth they get from it. You can see it all over their faces as soon as they're done. Yeah, and it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so why why did um, he, you know when he, when he first started when he first started cat why why did he uh come along to Taekwondo? Was it something that you wanted him to do? Was it something that he saw and wanted to do? Went through a phase like all kids do of wanting to be a ninja. Oh, great. When well, we all want to be ninjas. Yeah, little, yeah. I'm still at that phase, to be honest. Yeah. Well, he is, because it's never left him. He absolutely loves it. Hmm. So we had, um, I sort of put a notice out to see, you know, what clubs there were in the area. And a lot of people recommended Chepstow. And so I had a big conversation with Tom before he started about, 
you know, hit uh, Lucas's limitations and all of that sort of stuff. And it just fit. It was perfect. Mm. And like Tom said, he struggled, um, you know, the first, you know, it was a good few weeks, probably even a couple of months before he really felt like, you know, he could just get up and do it. Mm. Absolutely fine. But now, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't know. You wouldn't yeah, know yeah. at all. Yeah. And it, it's great. You know, I've, I've been teaching, well, um, for over well over 40 years now. And, um, you know, I've had sort of different different children in my class. And um, when I first started as an instructor and any instructors listening to this, um, I was quite, quite scared, to be quite honest, of, of teaching children that were a little bit different and reacted a little bit different. Um, but I, I also think that in the end, I encompassed it and it actually was the making of me as a, as an instructor. The fact that I could incorporate um, different learning styles, I like to call it different learning styles in yeah. my class. And um, it, it's still a challenge to this day. And I still have some, some, some children that are, that are very um, challenging, um, not just in, in um, getting information across, but also sometimes in behavior as well. Um, and that can affect the the dynamics of the class. But uh, I, I do I do see it as a, a as a challenge now, and um, I, I'm really happy when when I manage to get some success. So I, I don't know if you if you felt like yourself, Tom, within, within the class, and you know how you feel about it about yourself because it does make you feel great when you can do something for uh, you know somebody who, in a lot of cases, with the children I've taught, haven't been able to join other. Yeah. Um, groups or uh, activities and people have really just shrugged them off yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i remember obviously uh going back going back to lucas and lucas starting as little puma i can remember like lucas like cat messaging me and being like you know i'm really concerned that he'll be you know learning that he won't be able to to control himself and it'll hit other people and things like that and it it was very much a case of look if if we get to that point we will deal with it but I'm not going to immediately shut him down and be like, no, he can't come, hmm. you know? And and I think um, being able to have uh, Luke, Lucas was probably the first child that I'd had where the parent had actually said to me, you know, he has got additional needs. Um, now I've got like four or five in, in kind of one class, um, which is, you know, it's challenging, but it's it's worth it to give them something to do and to keep being able for them to keep coming back like they don't just come to one session and mm. kind of you go oh as an instructor you sort of go oh no it's fine like just keep coming along and we'll crack it you know and and lucas is great having the class because he'll more often than not i can say to him can you go and help this new person and then i can go and talk to the, the parent and kind of say Lucas has got uh is auto has got autistic uh autism, but you wouldn't know because he's been coming for so long that now he's just used to it and he's used to the dynamics. Um, but I think as you say, like having that place that's safe and, and accepting and kind of that's why the IS division is so important because it is that safety and where they're accepted regardless. And Miss Reeve has done an amazing job with it and, and yeah, kind definitely. of setting it up and being the person that's driven it all and spoken to the parents and, you know, sorted out all the draws so that we've got kids with similar additional needs going up against other children with the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of make it as fair as we can. Uh, she's She's been amazing and she's incredible at it. Um, I think, like, as an instructor, you look at 
Miss Reeve and kind of your inspiration for how to deal with uh, children like that because Miss Reeve is just incredible at it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 great, and I think uh, I mean well well done to to you as well because uh, you know as as well as um, you know giving people the opportunity, you have to have instructors who are willing, yeah, or yeah. willing to mm-hmm. to be able to um, uh, fit everyone into their class. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a quite a different story, but I got a, a quite an interesting story um, about a child who di- who didn't have additional needs in that way. But many years ago, I think it's probably about. I want to say about 25 years ago, a young lad walked up to me and said, and he, he was about nine, I think, eight or nine. He said, oh, can I join your class? I said, yeah, yeah, of course you can. As he walked up, I, I looked at him and he had one arm. He, he, he had one arm. And I said, yeah, of course you can. He went, oh, you probably haven't noticed. I said, notice what? He said, you probably haven't noticed I've got one arm. I said, no, I've noticed. He said, so, what, so, so can I still join then? I said, yeah. He said, well, isn't it a problem? I said, it's not a problem for me if it's not a problem for you. So uh, I said, you join in and anything that um, we need to change, we'll change for it. And the, yeah. the smile on his face was huge. I yeah. cannot tell you, he, he'd, he'd been dismissed from so many different activities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was just over the moon. He was 10 foot tall, 10 foot yeah. tall, this kid. Um, and, and that for me was massive you know uh, i was quite <laughs> i was quite emotional as get and the older i get the more emotional i get but um <laughs> there we there we go um it, just to really the the last the last word word with yourself cat as his mum yep. and um you know well done to you as well uh it, it, it's brave because we we put our children sometimes into certain things we think oh what am i doing what am i doing yeah <laughs> and, and we think it, it it could it could harm them but um you know the the last word on this. What anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, not not really. It's okay. it's yeah, it's this huge thing that can't really be put mm. into words. Yeah. Really, just yeah, yeah. Just the opportunity that they have is yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Well, thank thank you very much, and uh, no thank you very much to to both of you. Um, we. We'll look forward to seeing you both, and we'll look forward to uh, the next Puma competition and the um, uh, the expansion, I reckon, of the um, Indomitable yeah. Spirit competition because uh, uh, word is getting around, and um, I'm sure that uh, you know the kids are are getting really excited about getting there again. So. Lucas thinks that uh, we're going to have so many people next time that we are going to have to take over the main hall and we will boot out everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope his prediction comes true. It would be, be really, really nice to, yeah, uh, to see be. that. So thank you. Yeah, so I want to say thank you to yourself, Kat, uh, for taking the time just to um, you know give your thoughts uh, on uh, our new division and also you know talking about your son, Lucas. Um, and I want to thank yourself, Mr. Baxter, as well, and for, you know, taking the time to talk, but also uh, taking the time and having the, um, you know, the whereabouts to try to incorporate many different learning styles in your class. It it, it is something that, you know, I never thought I'd um, come up against as an, when I started teaching back in the late seventies, we wouldn't talk about that. Of course, I don't look old enough, (laughs) but um, you know, thank you very, very much to you both. Uh, Wish you all the best and um, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll catch up with you very soon. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye bye. Hi, we're back with a, another another um, uh, chat with Miss Mrs. Jenny Swain uh, regarding the um, our newest division, the Indomitable Spirit Division, and um, 
we're going to get uh, uh, Mrs. Swain, Jenny Swain's thoughts on that division. And um, am I, well, first of all, how are you? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Good, good, good. Yes, yes, it's a it's a it's a busy time. We're we're recording this just before Christmas, so uh, <laughs> everything. Uh, although I think it's probably the best place to be. I don't know if the shops is a great place to be at the moment, but <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> it's shop, shop, shopping's never been my best thing, but um, yeah. Anyway, um, so we're talking about the um, the indomitable spirit division, and I've spoken uh, before to other people about this, but you you were quite instrumental in in pushing this forward really so i wanted to ask you know uh why and um you know initially that you you thought right this would be a good idea but so go for it um i think there's always that toss-up when you look at a what you call like a mainstream tournament and you think that oh there's not many competitors here with additional needs and then it starts you start to question why and then you think well is it really accessible Mm. for those people with additional needs and so I was chatting to Miss Reeve and it's that balance of um is there not enough students with additional needs out there and that's why they're not attending the tournaments or is it because there's not a category that's suitable for them so they're not attending the tournaments and I think from sort of our experience we decided it was the latter and we wanted to provide an opportunity for those students in a slightly adapted uh, environment so that it was more welcoming and um, available for, for, for others. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it has. I mean, I, I didn't, um, I, I, I missed the first time the division was run, but I was certainly there the second time and uh, it, it was quite a, quite emotional for me <laughs> the the older I get the more emotional I get but um uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was quite it was quite emotional I, I think what what struck me most about the uh about everybody there was uh was the sheer enjoyment of it um, yeah it even, always makes my cheeks ache <laughs> yeah <laughs> even, yeah even more so than for want of a better with the usual sort of tournament you know where where yeah you get some smiling but but it seemed like everybody in the room was uh was smiling and laughing and the you know the people that were participating you just want them to succeed as well you you know that they've got the additional challenges you know with a, a huge spectrum and variety but they're all there trying their best and you want them to perform you want them to do so well and then they achieve what they're there to achieve and you know you can see that they're delighted and proud of themselves and then that just it's infectious and it rubs off really yeah I think I think it does and um you know not not just on them but certainly on the on the people who are officiating the event as well and uh those those yes, watching. being official and trying to you know compose <laughs> ourselves <laughs> yeah no, it, it, it is it is it is fantastic so you know where where I mean it's a difficult question uh, to answer really but I was going to ask where, where where do you see it going or uh, I mean it's certainly from the from the very first time it was run to the second time I believe it doubled in size and maybe trebled yeah, uh, yeah so it went from um, you know very few competitors yeah. uh, and I think perhaps uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes next year and um, you know where, where it goes from here really and how big it can get but yeah what, what would you like to see? I think um if we could get like the exposure out there and the awareness out there that we're running these uh, events for people with additional needs and um, you know that's ranging from children all the way up to adults because there's a variety of conditions that you can have whether they are from birth or you know part way through your journey and your life different health complications that can lead to 
varying disabilities and I think sort of mental health across COVID has been huge I've seen the high much higher levels of anxiety amongst students especially juniors so I think having that smaller space for them to to accept to be able to access um access the environment of the competition arena would be really good I would love I would love for some of them to over time I know it's not going to be a quick a quick thing but um they could almost have like a demonstration team and then Mm -hmm. that might help with the exposure it might get more people interested um we could draw other people to the to the event um Mm -hmm. and just highlighting what people can achieve and maybe you know there will be more SEN divisions across other organizations and just having that exposure and the desire and welcomingness and the inclusivity um, just to make more people aware and have those opportunities yeah well I'm I'm hoping that uh, certainly in the tournaments to come uh, I can perhaps put this out to other organizations as well I've already spoken to a few people uh, and said you know we've got this particular division um, you know do you think that anybody be be suitable I'm sure we'll get uh, some people uh, you know, from other groups that will come along uh, and take take part, which which will be which will be great. It's it's nice to be uh, it's nice to be leading actually, <laughs> leading and uh, you know uh, looking to look into the look into the future. Um, and I think with with everything like this, it it needs. I mean, you're 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 quite experienced um, dealing with uh, youngsters with uh, additional needs. Perhaps you can outline a little bit about uh, your background uh, in that, please. Yes, sure. So um, I did my teacher training degree. I did an extra unit in special education, uh, worked across a few different special schools, then um, settled down in Southampton and started working for Rosewood Preschool, which is a school for children with profound and multiple learning difficulties. Um, they've got, I've come across so many students with so many different disabilities. And I think the the one thing that I think is such a key thing is just looking at them as a person first and yeah. their disability second and whatever it says on a bit of paper about your disability and you know I've worked with so many students that don't have a piece of writing that says this is my disability mm. um, but you know that there's something different and yeah treating them as people and looking at what they can achieve no matter how small and really holding on to that and seeing like the little improvements that they make. And I think that was what was nice about the second time we did the tournament was seeing some of the students that came there the first time and seeing the improvements that they'd made. So you, you, you can see how hard they are working to achieve those those goals. Yeah, it's, it's tough as well. I mean, I'll tell you what, what's interesting is my eldest daughter, um, uh, you know, gr- growing up, she was very different from a, a lot of other uh girls of her age and you know finally in the last sort of 18 months we actually got a an autistic diagnosis for her um and um it, it's quite interesting because it's ever changing and as she's got older it sort of um has come out a little bit more uh, that you know the the maybe what a better word differences whatever but uh you know uh she she's sort of uh, struggled in 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 many ways and um you know we've recently got her into um performing on stage Mm. And I said to her, I said, oh, yeah, well, how come she, I saw her on stage and I couldn't believe it. I said, how come you can do that, but you can't do it? She said, oh, I, I can just be someone else. I don't have to be myself. 
I can yeah. be some I can be someone else um and there's a lot of um additional needs podcasts out there as well and there's um mm. there's a lot about the different drama groups and how autistic people thrive in mm. those circumstances not everybody but yeah yeah, yeah. well 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 it's strange because uh she was talking and, and when she was talking I actually felt uh she was talking about me <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking Ooh, perhaps it's a genetic thing I don't know because uh I actually felt very much the same um in, in the world that I'm in and uh yeah yeah so we, there we, are we, links so, with genetics now yeah. yeah 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 we sort of I think we sort of have had that in, in common really um but uh no that, that's great I mean I, I don't know if you've got anything as I said we're just having a brief chat I don't know if you've got anything else to to add I mean I, I would like to say thank you you know to, to you for, for for putting this forward because I think that um you know certainly with certainly with within our our group our martial arts organization and i'm sure with many others you know we we try and use this word uh, inclusive um a lot but sometimes you have to look and think well are we truly inclusive um and if not how can we be more inclusive and i think this is certainly one way that um you know we've moved further towards full inclusiveness uh yeah. and uh you know i'd like to see you know, probably, probably, you know, more more things in the future. Uh, not not just with special education needs. I mean, I've I've just started um, an over sixties class, which is quite yeah. interesting in the area that I live. And uh, you know, they're all uh, it's, it's very strange because they're all they're all ladies. I can't get any men <laughs> over <laughs> age to join, but the 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 women are up for it, and the, and they're absolutely loving it. Um, and they look forward to to the class every week it's a very different class but um when you look at martial arts now to when i started it certainly is a lot more inclusive so hopefully we can keep going that way so i don't know if you've got any thoughts on that i Go think on. there's always in the world that we're living there's always more education out there and there's more things to learn about so i'm you know i think we are leading with our inclusion work but i think there's probably a still a long way to go and stuff that we don't even realize about but hopefully we uh, we've got a really nice environment where we're welcoming to new information and new bits and pieces that whenever we do find out different bits that we think that, oh, yeah, I've never really thought of that, then we mm. can address it and and go forwards and lead. Well, lovely. Thank you. I'd like to thank you uh, very much for uh, just giving you uh, that time just to give us your thoughts. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll see you again soon and maybe in the future when the um, we have a few more of the uh, Indomitable Spirit Division, we can talk a little bit more about how it's going and how uh, you know how we see it uh, uh, progressing for the future. So, thank you very, very much for yeah. taking the time. Thank yeah. you, I appreciate, appreciate, Take care. appreciate.